just a minute. Okay, good. So today is prayer meeting, like we said, and we are focused on intercession, right? Many um, were interceding. Our prayers will take the form of intercession. But before we begin praying, I want to explain some things briefly um, about intercession, and then we go right into it. So I'll just take out a couple of minutes to explain some few things about intercession so that it serves as a sort of foundation for our prayers and we can proceed from that. Okay, so um, let's open to Ezekiel chapter 22, verse, 20, verse 29 to 31. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 29 down to 31. If you are there before me, please go ahead and read. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 29 to 31. Please go ahead and read if you're there. All right, let me read. It says, the people of the land have used oppression. So this was God speaking, you know, background story. This was God speaking. It says, the people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and the needy. Yea, they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. So the people of the land have been engaging in atrocities, things that are injustice before God, things that God would frown at and God is not pleased with, okay? But look at what verse 30 says. This was still God speaking. It says, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and, and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. So because of the activities of the people of the land, because of the injustice, because of the way they treated the needy, because of all the wrong things that had been going on, God, God's, God's judgment system required God to destroy the land, okay? But God still in his character of mercy was looking for an excuse not to destroy the land, was looking for an excuse to show the land mercy, all right, and the only spiritually legal way he could do that was if there, if he found one person amongst these people that could stand in the gap and could plead on his on their behalf. All right, for mercy, if he found found such person, he would have shown that shown them mercy. But the Bible says sadly that he did not find any. He says, let me read verse, verse thirty again. He says, and I sought for a man among them. So God, in the midst of the of the wrong that was going on and all that was happening. God looked for someone amongst these people, right? He says, the pause of this person is, um, he says, someone that should, should make up the head and stand in the gap before me, that I should not destroy the land. Meaning if God had found that one person that could stand in the gap before him on behalf of the people, God would not have destroyed the land. But the Bible says that he did not find such person. Um, look at verse 31. Therefore, have I poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with fire, with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord. Praise Jesus. So these people had done wrong. And the justice of God required that, required that they experience punishment, they experience the wrath of God. But God in his mercy wanted to show these people mercy because he loved them. These were, these were the Israelites. Right, uh, these are people that he had called by his name, people that he has shown so many signs and wonders and miracles. God wanted to show them mercy, but 
God knows, God knew that according to the justice system of heaven, the only way he can show them mercy is, is if somebody amongst them cries out for mercy and calls out for mercy and stands in the gap, you know, on behalf of them, then he would have showed them mercy. But unfortunately, there was no one to occupy that position. All right. And really, this is what intercession is. That person that stands in the gap between, between God and people, right, um, is the intercessor. <clears throat> and the action he carries out is really what intercession is about. Okay. So I'll give a more detailed, a more comprehensive description in the next slide. But I just want to read another passage of scripture, scripture to show us um, the power of intercession. All right. So let's read Psalm 106. Psalm 106, verse 20 to 23. Psalm 106, verse 20 to 23. Psalm 106, verse 20 to 23. If you're there, please go ahead and read. Psalm 106, verse 20 to 23. Yes, please. They treated their glorious God for a statue of a grass-eating bull. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done such great things in Egypt, such wonderful things in the land of Ham, such awesome deeds at the Red Sea. So he declared he would destroy them. But Moses, his chosen one, stepped between the Lord and the people. He begged him to turn from his anger and not destroy them. Hallelujah. The psalmist here was giving a, you know, a historic um, um, recall of things that happened, right? And um, he says here that he began to list out the, the wrongs that Israel, the people of Israel did, how that they began to serve other gods, they left the ways of God, and they, they, they committed atrocities again, just like we read in Ezekiel, that these people did things that deserved the punishment of God according to the commandments and decrees that God had given unto them, okay? But look at what he says in verse, verse 23. He says, therefore, he said that he would destroy them. So punishment and judgment was pending. It was fast coming. He says that had not Moses, his chosen, chosen stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath, lest he should destroy them, meaning that God was ready to release judgment on the people of, of Israel based on all the wrongs that they had committed, based on all the sins that they had committed. Judgment was coming for them. But the Bible says that Moses stood gap on behalf of the people of Israel. And that is exactly what intercession is. Intercession is standing in the gap on behalf of someone, you know, before God, so that um, the person expresses mercies, um, the hand of God, the supply of God's spirit, and every other thing that God um, that God supplies, that is really what intercession is. And the, sadly speaking, now, now we, here we see two, two instances. In the case of Ezekiel, there was no one to stand in the gap, so God had to destroy the people. But in the case of, um, of the Israelites, we read in the book of Psalms, there was someone to stand in the gap, and that was Moses. And because Moses stood in the gap, even though the, the judgment was rightfully um, theirs, Yet it did not come to them because there was an intercessor. In fact, before we even move further, one of the things that intercession does is that it adverts um, judgment. It adverts um, evil in people's lives. It adverts 
the advanced wrongs that could come into people's lives. And that's the power of intercession. Could it be that a lot of the things that we are experiencing, say in our families or in, in, in our society or wherever we are, could it be that it is the it is representative of the absence of intercessors? Could it be that God is actually just looking for someone that can stand in the gap and intercede and pray and, you know, pray to see the hand of God manifested in the lives of people or pray to avert incoming judgment or pray to, to resist the hand of the enemy? Could it be that all God is looking for is just one intercessor? Maybe in your family, maybe in your place of work, maybe in your society, maybe in your industry, whatever um, area you find yourself in. All right, could it be that God is just looking for one intercessor? Hallelujah. So what is intercession or what does it mean to intercede? Um, I gave a very short description here. And I said that to intercede in prayer means to take the burdens of others before God, to take the burdens of others before God in seeking for mercy, enforcing judgment or birthing the will of God. Let me take that again. To intercede in prayer means to take the burdens of others before God in seeking for mercy, enforcing judgment, or birthing the will of God, all right? And just in case it hasn't been clear, let me make it categorically clear here that intercession primarily is praying for others, not for yourself, all right? You can't be say you are interceding for yourself. Um, you, are, you can say you are supplicating, you are making prayers of supplication and petition for yourself, but once it comes to intercession, it is no longer about you. It is always about someone else. Remember, you are standing in the gap on behalf of someone. In fact, legally, um, the intercession has its roots in, in the legal practice, meaning where the, for instance, where the lawyer stands in the gap of the accused before the judge, all right, to plead the, the case um, of the accused before the judge. So the lawyer says, oh, this my my client, um, for instance, the client is accused of, of, of theft, for instance, the lawyer goes to the judge and in the court of law speaks on behalf of the client. And in the court of law, the client doesn't speak. The client, the lawyer is the one who does the speaking, right? And the lawyer speaks to the judge on behalf of the client. That is exactly what intercession is. So intercession is all about the other person or the other party or the other people or whatever you're interceding um, on behalf of, all right? It is not about you. So that's why I underline that it is um, to intercede in prayer means to take the burdens of others. So whatever they may be going through, whatever the um, current position of those people may be, you are taking that position before God. Either you are seeking for mercy, you are enforcing judgment, or you are bathing the will of God. And, and the list goes on and on. It's not just limited to, to these three things, but it can be there are various other expressions of intercession, all right? But fundamentally, you are taking the burdens of others, right, um, before God. You are maybe seeking for mercy, uh, or you are enforcing, the, enforcing judgment, or you are betting the will of God for on behalf of those people, all right? So this is super important to, to know this. And um, intercession is very powerful. And let me just say it again, that one of the most selfless things you can do as a believer is to intercede on behalf of others. We have a lot of believers praying, you know, pray, give me, give me prayers, you know, Lord, give me this, give me that, give me all of that, of which there is a provision for God, for God to meet your needs personally, for God to give you things personally, and that is, it is, it is biblical, right? But there's a higher level of prayer where you begin to intercede for other people. 
okay? And the consequent result of intercession, right, also impacts on your life. Meaning that as you pray for other people, you see a dramatic influence on your life, okay? You know, a, a good story, we're not going to read that now, but if you read the book of Job, after the whole experience that Job went through, and um, Job chapter 40, 42, I believe, the Bible says that when Job prayed for his friends, God turned his situation around. It was almost as if all God was waiting for was for Job to pray for his friends. You know, and mind you, these friends did not necessarily say nice things about Job when they diagnosed his situation. If you read the story of Job, of Job and read the experiences and the, that Job went through and the, the diagnosis that this is wise friends gave, you see that a lot of them blamed Job, Job for what, what, what he was going through. They said, God is a just God. That means what you are going through came upon you because of your own sins, because of all that, are, all that you are going through. And it was almost an argument between them. But God wanted Job to pray for his friends, despite the fact that they were not, at that point, they didn't seem to be taking sides with him. And the Bible says when Job prayed for his friends, he, his captivity, his situation was turned around. That is the power of intercession. Intercession, even though you are praying for others, yet it also impacts your life. All right? So intercession is super, super, super powerful. And let me give you a tip, right? If you are believing God for something, let's say you are trusting God for a house or for a car or for a job, or you are, or you are trusting God for something in your life, let me give you a, a, a trip a trick rather, look for somebody in your circle, right? Somebody you know, maybe your family or your friends or your office or someone you know very well, okay? And pray that some, and that person has about the same need as yours. So for instance, let's assume I'm looking for a job, okay? What I will do is I'll look for someone <clears throat> that I know, maybe a friend or a family member or someone that I know, right? And that also is looking for a job and I will spend my time consistently praying for that person to get a job. What will happen is that because of the seed of intercession I sow, I will automatically reap the harvest. And that's the power of intercession, among so many, so many other things. All right? So intercession is powerful. I, I just wanted to chip that in. And I also want to say this about intercession is that based on my experience, I found out, <clears throat> excuse me, I found out that I experienced a greater expression of the gift of the Spirit during my periods of intercession than just when I'm praying for myself. Meaning when I begin to pray for others, especially the gift of the word of knowledge, all right, and the gift of discernment of spirit. When I begin to pray for others, let's say I have a friend that is sick, for instance, and I'm praying for my friend, I'm praying that God heals my friend, I'm praying that, that, that the healing power of God touches my friend, I'm, I'm praying that healing comes to my friend. What happens is that in the midst of my prayer, God begins to reveal to me the reason for that sickness and how to deal with it. So, for instance, God may reveal to me that that sickness is caused by a spirit, by spiritual accusation in the realm of the spirit. And God now tells me that this is the way to deal with that accusation. That is the word, that's the gift of the word of, word of knowledge. And then I begin to pray out that revelation and, and carry out the instructions that God gives me, all right, which is also the gift of the word of wisdom. And I see results. You know, it reminds me of the time I was praying for a friend and, you know, she came and showed me different things that was going on in her life. And I began to pray and I began to pray. And in my prayer, God began to show me that what was going on was family-based and this was how to deal with it. And this was the kind of prayer to pray with her and we began to see results. So you see, you experience the greatest manifestations of the gift of the Spirit in your sessions of intercession, all right? 
if all your prayer is just about you, you are too is 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 just a limited expression of prayer that you are you are carrying out. So the dimensions of God you experience in that kind of prayer will not be so much. But when God finds you as a vehicle, right, as an as a channel to birth his kingdom in the lives of others, I assure you there will be no limit to the expressions of the spirit that will come through your life. All right. And that's the power of intercession. Okay. So why do we intercede, right? Why do we intercede? I just gave us three, three reasons um, why we intercede. Or three, yeah, just three reasons there. Of course, there are a lot more reasons than this, but these are just three reasons why we intercede. Okay. Number one is that we intercede to lift others' burdens, all right? To lift each other's burdens. We intercede to lift each other's burdens. Let's read Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. Um, Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. Please read if you are there. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. Anyone there should please go ahead. All right, let me read. It says, Bear ye one another's burdens, and in so doing, um, fulfill the law of Christ. Let me take that again. It says, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So the Bible says that one of the ways we fulfill the law of Christ is bearing one another's body. And what is body? What is it? What is the law of Christ? The Bible says a new law have I given to you, and that law is to love. Okay. In fact, the Bible says love is the fulfillment of the law. So for the believer, the new law we have, and the really, 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 really speaking, the only law we have is the law of is the law of love. So when the Bible says that when you bear each other's body to fulfill the law of Christ, meaning that when you bear each other's body, you fulfill that law of love. And one of the ways we bear each other's bodies is in the place of prayer. Okay, you know we might not be able to meet. You might not be able to meet um, the financial need of everybody in your circle or your family or your friends. Their, their needs may be beyond your financial capacity, or their needs may even be beyond your your wisdom to solve. Their needs may be beyond your 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 connections. Okay, but there's something that you can always give to everybody in your circle. And that is intercession. No matter what you have in your bank account, you can always pray. No matter the size of your connections or network, you can always pray. If somebody is looking for a job, you might not have a job to give the person. You might not have a reference for, for referral for that person, but you have your prayers. So when you pray for, for, for such a person, you are lifting the person's bodies in the place of prayer. And that's one of the powers of intercessions. Okay? So we intercede to lift each other's burdens. Hallelujah. Second reason, why do we intercede? Intercession gives God the legal basis to act in the lives of others, even when they are unaware. Let me read that again. Intercession gives God the legal basis to act in the lives of others, even when they are unaware. Um, I was just going to make reference to Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30, since we have read it before. You know what? Let's read it again so that you see what I'm saying. Ezekiel chapter 22, and verse 30. Uh, I'll just read that quickly. We read this as one of our opening scriptures. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. It says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the head and stand in the gap 
before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. If you read this verse, you pro probably will have a question, which is, if God really wanted to, if God really didn't want to destroy the land, he could as well just say, I won't destroy the land. Wouldn't that just solve the problem? Why was he looking for someone to intercede? Why was he looking for someone to pray for him to now, for him to stop the judgment from coming? It's almost like saying, it's almost like saying you want you have a child, right? You want to flog the child, but you are saying you are looking for someone that will beg you to stop flogging the child so that you stop flogging the child. I mean, if you want to stop flogging the child, why would you just not flog the child if, if that was the case? What this scripture reveals to us is the justice pattern of heaven, the spiritual and the, le the legal spiritual um, um, practice in heaven is that for God to intervene in someone's life, then there must be an earthly permission to do so. And the way we give God that earthly permission is in other people's lives is through intercession. So God was saying that judgment was coming to these people. I didn't want to bring judgment. My, my mercy, my, I'm such a merciful God. I, I'm looking for an excuse not to bring judgment. And the only excuse, the only way I can refrain from bringing judgment is if I find someone to intercede on behalf of these people. And this is why intercession is very powerful. Listen, you might have someone in your family, you might have someone um, among your friends, you might know somebody that is going through a tough time and God is saying, I want to reach out to this person. I want to bring deliverance, but there is nobody interceding for this person. And one of the responsibilities of a believer is that intercession. It is one of the privileges we have as believers that when we see someone in need, we can partner with that person in prayer, interceding to see the hand of God manifesting in that person's life. Hallelujah. So intercession gives God the legal basis to act in the lives of others, even when they are unaware. A very good example, again, is Genesis, is, is the story of um, Abraham when he was praying for Sodom and Gomorrah. And that's found in Genesis chapter 18, verse 20, verse 20 to 22. I will read that quickly as well. Genesis chapter 18, verse 20 um, to 22. Okay. So Genesis 18, yes, 22. Um, let me read, it says, And the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and, Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which is come unto me. And if not, I will know. Meaning, again, this is, this is a group of people whose sins were many, just like, um, just like we read in the book of Psalms, just like we read in the book of Ezekiel, these people had committed so much sin that, it, that judgment was knocking on their doorstep. So God said, based on the sin that these people have committed, judgment is supposed to come. Let me go down and see if really these people have committed so much sin as it is, as, as, as it is reported to me. Okay? And look at verse 22. And the men turned their faces from thence and went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord. Let me add verse 23. And Abraham drew near and said, Will thou destroy, will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? And then we know the rest of the story. Abraham began to pretty much negotiate with God. My emphasis here is that Abraham could go before God and intercede on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah. And if the criteria and the, the if the um, parameters were met, God would have delivered Sodom and Gomorrah despite their iniquity, despite their, their evil, despite all that they had done wrong. 
And this really shows us the love and the compassion of God. The Bible says that God is slow to anger, but plenteous in mercy. So God, even though people have done wrong, God wants to show them mercy. But for him, for that mercy to be manifested, he needs intercessors, all right? So intercession gives God the legal basis to, to intervene or intervene or to act in the lives of others, even when they are on our way. And, and just like, like um, the story we just read, Sodom and Gomorrah were, was totally unaware. The people there were unaware that judgment was coming. They did not know that God was coming to judge the land, but, but Abraham could intercede on their behalf, even in their, in their ignorance. Hallelujah. Last reason why we intercede. Again, like I said, this, there are a lot more reasons why we intercede. I just pointed out three um, for, for the sake of time. So the last reason why we intercede is, in intercession, we partner with God to see his will done in a place or in a person's life. And this is so powerful, okay? In fact, many of us, right, are, are the result of the intercession of our parents. Many of us are the result of the intercession of our grandparents, our uncles, or someone somewhere that interceded for our lives so that we will not end up in the world, okay? And what the intercession does is intercession partners with God to see the will of God done in a, in a place or in a person's life. Hallelujah. And in the case of Ezekiel, right, um, judgment was coming, but God was looking for someone to intercede so that his will will be done. His will, in that case, was mercy. Praise Jesus. And let me say here again that this is why it is important for us to pray for the country that we find ourselves. The Bible says we should pray for Jerusalem. It says, um, for the peace of the country, therein will your peace be. All right, and the Bible enjoins us to intercede in this manner for, for our country, for our state, for wherever we, we are residing, because God has a will that he wants to execute in that place, right? Wherever you are, God has a will he wants to execute, wherever country you are. Your prayer partners with God, your intercession partners with God to see that God's will is done in that land. And any place that does not have intercessors will never see the will of God done, even though God has great and amazing things for those people, all right? So let's read Daniel chapter nine, verse two to four and see how Daniel partnered with God for his will to be done. Daniel chapter nine, verse, um, verse two to four. Please, you can read if you're there. Daniel chapter nine, verse two to four. Daniel nine, verse two to four. Yes, please. During the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, learned from reading the word of the Lord as revealed to Jeremiah the prophet that Jerusalem must lie desolate for 70 years. So I turned to the Lord and pleaded with him in prayer and fasting. I also wore rough bollab and sprinkled myself with ashes. I prayed to the Lord, my God, and confessed, Oh Lord, you are great and you are a great and awesome God. You always fulfill your covenant and keep your promises of unfailing love to those who love you and obey your commands. Praise Jesus. Thank you very much. So, I mean, the story still continues. You can read the whole chapter for, for proper context. But I, I, I extracted those scriptures to show us something. That Daniel recognized through studying scriptures that the time for the captivity of, of the Israelites was fast approaching, all right? Jeremiah had prophesied that they were going to stay 70 years in captivity. And as at this point, um, according to history, it was about 68 years, right? And so Daniel began to see that, oh, there was, there was, the time for the captivity was elapsing. 
And so he began to pray to God on behalf of, of the people of, of Israel so that what God had promised will come in time and there'll be no delay. And let me just say this, that some of the time, many of the times rather, when we experience delay in any, or when people experience delay, the cure to that delay is intercession, all right? And so Daniel began to pray so that the people will not experience delay. And I'm sure why Daniel, I mean, this is just my thinking, but I'm sure why Daniel began to intercede early was because it is the fact that God promised something is not a guarantee that it will happen automatically. There must be intercession to follow it. God's promises gives the window for it to happen. Intercession makes it to happen in time. Okay, and a good example is when you read the book of um, book of Genesis and Exodus, you see that God spoke to Abraham and said, "Your people will be in captivity for um, four hundred years, all right, and then I'll punish the people that 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 kept them captive." When we fast forward to the book of Exodus, we found out that these people eventually were in captivity for 430 years, even though what God promised was 400 years. But there was an extra 30 years of delay. And until the people raised, raised up their voice to God, then God sent a deliverer, um, um, namely Moses. So delay most times is cured by intercession. And I believe that's why Daniel recognized this and started praying early before the 70th year. And in response to Daniel's prayer, like we know the story, um, God dispatched angels, angel, angel Michael and Gabriel, actually. And then um, Angel Gabriel came. First of all, Angel Gabriel was on his way to deliver information and skill, and he was intercepted by the Prince of Pesha. What that tells you is that the Prince of Pesha was resisting the manifestation of God's word over the people of Israel. The Prince of Pesha, which is a demonic spirit, wanted the people of Israel to stay longer in captivity. And that is why when God sent Gabriel, he resisted Gabriel and um, Angel Michael had to come and assist. And then Gabriel came and, you know, we know the rest of the story. So my point here is that when we intercede, we partner with God so that his will will be done in, the, in, a, in a particular place. For instance, in your country or in your, in your office or wherever you are, or we partner with God to see his will done in somebody's life. All right. So you may be praying for a loved one. You may be praying for a friend. You may be praying for your parents. You may be praying for someone in your family that may be sick, right? And this sickness has continued for such a long time. Your intercession partners with God to see healing manifested in the life of that person. Hallelujah. So this is why we intercede. I mean, just three reasons. There Again, there are a lot more reasons why we intercede. But I just want to give us these three reasons. Number one, we lift each other's bodies in intercession. We give God the legal basis to act in other people's lives. And we partner with God to see his will done in, in, a, in a particular place or in a person's life. Praise Jesus. All right. So we're going into prayer now. And for today's prayer, we're focusing on family. So we are interceding for family. All right. In today's prayer. And why is, why am I, why are we focusing on family? Simply because, you know, when you check all through scripture, Everything God does, God, God is family conscious, all right? In fact, starting from, from the book of Exodus, when he was going to bring um, deliverance, when he was going to bring Egypt, Israel out of Egypt, God gave them the instruction to, to slaughter, you know, an animal and place the blood. And if you read carefully, he says that everybody should go into their house with their family. They should eat the Passover lamb. And while they are inside, let the blood be on the doorpost so that them and their family will be delivered. God has always been family conscious. When God was going to bring the gospel to, 
to the Gentiles, right? Starting with Cornelius, the Bible says it was Cornelius and his family that was that was delivered. Cornelius gathered every member of his family. When God called them, um, um, the disciples, you check it, you find out that um, James and John, that's their brothers, Andrew and um, Peter, brothers, um, that's sons of Zebedee. And every opportunity to include a family member, God included a family member. So God has always been family conscious, all right? And I want to read this scripture again, Ezekiel. I know we've read it a couple of times, but I want to read out something very important that I, I saw today when I was, I was reading it. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. And this, is, this shows you the power of intercession, okay? Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. It says, I sought for a man among them. Listen, this was God, right? Looking for someone to pray, someone to intercede on behalf of the people. But God did not look for somebody that was outside. God said, I sought for a man among them. This gives us a hint about intercession. That intercession is very powerful when it is done by someone that is part of that group being interceded for. All right? So, for instance, if you are if we are praying for family, you as a family member, when you pray for your family, when you intercede for members of your family, it is very powerful because God sought for a man among them. When God wants to bring deliverance to a nation, he doesn't go and look for somebody from outside or for someone from abroad. God looks for people within, from within the nation to begin to intercede. If God wants to bring deliverance to your office, to your business, to whatever it is, God will look for somebody inside that business. And that is the power of intercession, that God looks for someone within, all right? And this is why we are starting, um, starting with, with family. We are praying for family today, that you are your, your family is the first unit you belong to. Is the first group you belong to. Is the first circle you belong to. And I want us to start praying from that circle, all right? Praying for our family members. Remember, again, God sought for a man among them. So you are among your family. You are a perfect candidate to intercede for your family. Hallelujah. All right. So we're going to pray a first prayer point. But before we pray, I want us to spend time just thanking God. Thank God for your family. Thank God for the for the testimonies in your family. Thank God that God has given you people life. Thank God for every member of your family. Thank God that God has sustained every one of your family. Hallelujah. All right, so we're going to pray. Sorry. We're going to pray um, a prayer of thanksgiving right now. And for the next few minutes, I just want to spend time praying and thanking God for our family. All right? So let's spend time praying and thanking God for our family in the next couple of minutes. Just give God thanks wherever you are. Um, wherever you are, just say thank you, Lord. I thank you for my family. I thank you for my mother, my, my father. I thank you for my sisters. I thank you for my brothers. I thank you, Lord, for everyone that you have placed in my family. Uh, I thank you, oh Lord. I give you glory and I praise your holy name. Lord, we say thank you. Let's give God thanks for our families right now. You can call them by name and thank God specifically for things in their lives. Oh, I thank you for this um, member of my family that just got a job or this member of my family that just got married. I thank you for this one that you delivered from accident. I thank you for bringing healing to this one. Maybe your parents were sick. Lord, and they got healed. I say, Lord, I thank you for them. Thank you for the progress you are bringing on to my family. Thank you, Lord, for the unity and peace among my family. Can we lift up our voices in the name of Jesus Christ as we thank God, first of all, for our families. Father, we thank you. 
Lord, we thank you for our families. We give you glory. We see your hand, oh Lord, in, our, in, in the lives of our family members. We thank you for all that you are doing in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We come to say thank you for bringing my your, our families, oh Lord, to this, to the, to this point in the year. Uh, we're in the month of July. In fact, we're concluding the month of July. Father, we thank you. You granted us safety. You granted us peace. You granted us protection. Our going out and the family has been blessed. You provided for us as a family. Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you glory. We praise you, Lord. We thank for what you are doing amongst us as a family. Lord, as a family, we'll experience your goodness. As a family, we'll experience your kindness. As a family, we'll experience your power. As a family, we'll see the testimony and witness of your love and of your mercy. As a family, oh Lord, we you have been good to us. Despite the things that we've gone through, we've seen your mercy. Oh, thank you for my parents. Thank you, Lord, for my, my, my brother, my sister, my brothers, my sisters. Thank you, Lord, for my children, the children you have given unto me. Lord, I thank you for my wife. Thank you for my husband. I want you to give God thanks. Thank God for your family members, for, your, for those that God has placed in your life as your family, both immediate and extended family. Can you say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we praise your holy name. We exalt you. We exalt you. We exalt you. We say thank you, oh Lord. Despite the things that we've gone through, despite the things that we are still expecting and believing you for, even in this year. But Father, first of all, we come to say thank you. With our hands lifted up, we say thank you. We bless you because you are God. You are God indeed. You have used us as as expressions of your kindness you've used us as medium to show the world that you are faithful to show the world that you that those who serve you will never be put to shame father we give you thanks Father, we give you thanks. Lika barato sika parakuli masaya. Rebokora bekete sika parakuli branda daskusa pakilaba. Rando skipa katoshi kabaye. Leba kota la branda kilabata. Lord, we come to say thank you. In January, we saw your kindness. In February, March, April, May, June, and now in the month of July, we have seen your goodness. Oh, we have seen your kindness. We testify of the truth that you delivered us. Lord, we say thank you. Thank God for your children. Maybe they were sick at some point, but God delivered them. Maybe that they, they needed um, finances, needed finances for them, and God provided. Maybe um, some things came up, and God showed Himself through. Thank God for your siblings, for the progress that they are making. Thank God for your your husband, for your wife, for the ones that for your parents. Thank God. Remember specific things that God has done for them, and say thank you, Lord. Oh, how God delivered them from accident. How God delivered them from sickness. How God provided for them. How God opened new doors for them. How God sustained them for the wisdom God gave unto them. Can we say thank you, Lord? As a priest in your family, as a priest in your family, Lord, we 
Parasco Sikakana Braskamata Sukayet. Oh la Takure Bakata Namaskanamayaskawe. Father, we thank you. 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 Elone Sika Parasko Susika Bakata Musaya Baba. Lord, I thank you. Kamu no sika bide soto no kodo. Jesus, I thank you. Thank you, Father. 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 Eleno monoskuza sakia baraka tusuka la baraka shandara bakuri maskaye. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, my family. I give all the praise and I give all the glory. We give you thanks, Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' name, we have given thanks. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. Amen. Praise God. So the next thing I want us to pray for is this. Now we're praying for our family. And, and before I even before I say I'll explain the prayer point, let me just say something that dropped in my heart while we're praying. You know, the 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 crux of priesthood is intercession. That is exactly the work of a priest. The priest intercedes on behalf of the people. He presents the matter on behalf of the people. And the Bible lets us know that Jesus is our high priest. And till now, even in heaven, the Bible lets us know that Jesus Christ intercedes on our behalf. All right? The Bible says he's at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. That is his continuous ministry. Meaning that when the highest... One of the highest expressions of your priesthood, one of the highest expressions of your Christianity is in the priesthood of intercession. And that is exactly what Jesus Christ does. Praise Jesus. And he's seated at the right hand of, father, of the Father. The Bible says that we also are seated at the right hand of the Father. So the, the, the position that God has given to us is not just for enjoyment, to say, oh, I'm at the right hand of the Father, so anything I want, I receive. No. The responsibility of the one who sits in that position is intercession. Just like Jesus Christ is interceding, on our behalf, we fulfill that ministry on the earth by interceding for other people. Hallelujah. All right. So, first prayer point for our family is this. And I'm going, let me read the prayer point, then I'll explain it. Say, Father, I pray for any member of my family experiencing spiritual injustice. What is spiritual injustice? I'm going to read the first of scripture, but it could be delay. It could be negative patterns. It could be denials. It could be things that are happening in their life that it is, is not from God. We are saying, Father, we ask for your mercy and your righteous judgment by the blood of Jesus Christ. All right? So let's read two scriptures to explain this prayer point. <clears throat> Lamentations chapter 3, verse 35 to 36. Lamentations chapter 3, let me read it, verse 35 to 36. It says, To turn aside the rights of a man before the most before the face of the most high. Right? Meaning that someone's legal right, something that belongs to someone, you know, then people turn it aside. People, someone finds a way to turn it away, um, to turn that right away from the person to whom it belongs to. Okay. Verse 36 says. <laughs> To subvert a man in his cause, the Lord approveth not. Meaning that someone was supposed to, for instance, so, so if God says to subvert a man in his cause, let's say somebody um, is in final year. The expectation is that the person would graduate, right? He writes his final year exams and graduate. And then by some demonic manipulation, the person keeps repeating an exam. That is subverting a man in his cause. Let's say somebody is, 
qualified for a job and he's looking for a job, but for some spiritual demonic reasons, the person cannot get a job. Those are spiritual injustices. The Bible says that to subvert a man in his cause, if the Lord approved not. Somebody is trusting God and is due for marriage and is believing God for marriage, but then there's some unusual delay. Or someone, someone is, is bidding for a contract and just when he's about to get the contract, he's qualified, everything's supposed to work out well, then it just automatically, it just scatters. That is subverting a man in his cause. And the Bible says to do that, the Lord does not approve. As a just God, he does not approve of that. You know, and the, the Bible says reveals to us that the part of a just is as a shining light that shines more and more. Meaning if you see somebody that is stagnant in a position, the Lord does not approve of that experience. So that is what we're praying about. If you look into your family and see, is there any form of delay? Is there any form of denial? Is there any, any negative pattern? Is there any um, subversion of justice in anyone's life? We are going to pray for that person. And even if it seems that the whole family is experiencing that, then we are praying for the whole family as well. All right? So Luke chapter 18, let's read as well. <clears throat> Luke chapter 18, verse 6 to 8. Luke chapter 18, verse 6 to 8. You notice that someone in your family just keeps going through the same patterns. The same patterns. Maybe it is a is an illness. The person goes through the same patterns. We are praying, we're praying against that. We're praying and saying, no, this cannot continue. All right. Oh, sorry. Um, so Luke chapter 18, verse 6. To eight, Luke chapter 18, verse 6 to 8. I read, it says, And the Lord said, No, no, for a story, this is the, the parable of the unjust, um, unjust judge, right? And I'm, I'm sure most of us are familiar with the story, but if you are not, please find time to read from verse 1. But I just want to go to verse 6 to bring out my point. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry out, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? So the story lets us know that there was this unjust judge, and the widow cried out for justice, and the judge didn't fear God, he had no regard for man, but the widow persisted, and in her persistence for justice, the judge eventually gave her justice. The Bible now says, if this judge who is unjust can do this, how much more God, and that's what verse 7 says, he says, shall God not avenge his own elect? So we're crying out for justice. We're crying out and we're saying, for those, for any member of our family that's been experiencing any spiritual injustice, stagnation, delay, denial, negative patterns, whatever it is, Father, we're asking for your mercy and we're asking for your righteous judgment in the name of Jesus Christ. All right? I hope you understand the prayer point. Please, if you understand the prayer point, give me a thumbs up or just let me know so that I know we are together and we understand what we're praying about. Please give me a thumbs up if you understand. Okay, I see thumbs up from Idara. Um, anyone else? Anyone else? Thumbs up. Anyone else? Just let me know. Okay, from Tumi. Okay, okay, good, good. I see the thumbs up. Thank you very much. All right, so this is our prayer point, okay? We're going to spend... <clears throat> We're going to spend um, the next um, couple of minutes praying this prayer point. So please let us pray in the name of Jesus Christ. The prayer point is on the screen. If you need to reference it um, and read the scripture, please go ahead. Let's pray in the name of Jesus Christ. 
any spiritual injury you in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for mercy. We pray for mercy. We pray for mercy and the righteous judgment of God by the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for any member of my family experiencing spiritual injustice of whatever kind. For your work says to subvert the man in his cause, the Lord approved not. The Lord does not approve of subverting the man in his cause. Every version of spiritual injustice, whether it is delayed, whether it is denied, whether it is success syndrome, negative patterns, I pray for every member of my family, we pray for your mercy, we pray for your righteous judgment and deliverance. Majadi, 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 Radabazo Zikabara, Radabadi, Gadabada, Madagadabada, Gulabara, Gabara, Gazagabada, Radabaga Suta, Teleboros, Gonamama, Radabagado, Shadabakaradama, Radabagado, Alabama, Blessings that they ought to have handled by now, things that ought to have entered their life by now, levels that they ought to have been by now, but there's some delay whatsoever. We are praying for the mercy of God. We are praying that the God's righteous judgment by the blood of Jesus Christ would shine forth. Madabas, Randabados, Rondo Cosho, Jadevede, Mabracaratos, Robate Tekesota, Mabracaratesco, Suta Kelebeco Rata Kuraba Babaja, Rata Gabacabadeco, Sosotomono, Rebeca de Colabrego, Shabana, Rabacaparasu Tekemeno, Rabacu Tekemo Rabacatama, Rebacatapacula Baracosocoto. 
adaya adaya kada bana kada rundo ko pariko sikaberesko rada vagas kunzebe rada vagas uzabregedebe rada ko para shana marandos kuzati kapane meleko doko pada katiko leko pakada magada la bregede ko la prakarada pakada 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 eta pakada 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 bana kada pakada elevation of spiritual injustice manifesting in my family we resist in the name of jesus christ we plead for god's mercy to shine forth. We pray, plead for God's mercy. We plead for God's mercy. We plead for God's mercy. I stand representing my family all before the justice system of heaven, before the courts of heaven, and I plead for mercy. Every spiritual injustice being meted out against my family, things that ought to have manifested that are still hanging, all delays, cycles of repair, of delays, cycles of, of negative patterns, stagnation, I pray for every member of my family. Whatever Version or manifestation of spiritual injustice that is showing. We pray for mercy. I pray for mercy. E kapuko tamatila makatosia kaba radaba kole masi radabo radaboso rondo kovaras rebeka venus runda plakatos rande kapako rondo kovatos rondo kovaso zade keteke magada gajagadaba meke deke deko lapaka radaba kaparaka radaba kadaba kadaba rada miketos rondo kovogo shanda labraka rado kosuka Every verse of spiritual injustice in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask for your mercy. 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 Camarado Kolabakata Kamar. Jadebelo, rada giva gados ko zodo preko rada bakura baba kaba preba koto koko kolo koko to magados ringa beke dos ko sika preke rade koto paka na magaso reba kova gados ko zakepede reba koto ko para kadoshima rada kibeke de preko reko rados ko zobro koto rade kovo ko ziko ko para karades ko suzo redo koko zoko to ko raba sudame rade kovo ko suzo zoko para kaba rada kebe ko suzaki kapara tonsi reko para ko bana sika manako lemba Spiritual angels, Lord, we ask for your righteous judgment. We ask for your righteous judgment by the blood of Jesus Christ. We ask for your righteous judgment by the blood of Jesus Christ. Rake pokona sakama makula gabatasa. Rondo kopari gebereskoto. Ebrakarata kula bakojebe. Randa kabekoto suka kapara kuraba kadaba. 
Majadama, Rondo Kovokozo, Rebe Kotoko Barakada, Menga Katamara Korambos Kose, Rokobaka Sukabate Meketose, Liga Barakoto, Rokobakatuko Sakapata, Radakavakatabaka Shandanabama, Marakati Kapakataba, Radakapakata Kapakata, Rebo Kotokotoko Kotoko, Rondo Kopoko Sika Kapakarapos Kutekebede. We have Lord for a righteous judgment. Every injustice, we lift up the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus in the courts of heaven for my family members, for my siblings, for my sisters, my brother, for my wife, for my children, for everyone, my parents. We plead the blood of Jesus. Marandos Kibe, Radabago Vadabasca Samana, Rendo Vocosha de Precadoculabas, Reba Cavanas Casanaba, Marundosco, Reba Bacavados, Reba Capacatabacata, Reba Capanoskia Precados Cabato, Rotoco Vocosuca Gadebros, Radaco Penesco Soco, Menda, Menda, Lagabaca Jadaki Capala Capacata Pacata. Ai kabagalo sama radiko vagazula balakani ringo ko balashuda gabalo ko labagado labakoto remember we are praying and we are declaring for the asking for the mercy of God and the righteous judgment of the by the blood of Jesus Christ for every member of our family we are declaring that anyone experiencing any form of spiritual injustice what is spiritual injustice delay denial stagnation negative patterns we are praying for the mercy of God and for the righteous judgment by the blood of Jesus Christ. Let those a kabarasko. The Bible says to subvert a man in his cause, the Lord does not approve of it. Every subversion, every delay, every stagnation by the blood of Jesus Christ. We're praying for family members. It is taken away. It is taken away. It is taken away by the blood of Jesus Christ. Capeketo la Panama Gadaba, Ebaba Gadabreco Radakovaco Shandaraba, Radeco Cosco Suzohoto Coparaski Mane, Rege Bicata Caracu, Rebe Cotoco Rabaca Suzavane, Radakovoco Sudabracaratoske. Sane Meloko Baraska, Redeko Fakapakada Pakadabakure Baskabana, Rade Koto Kopara Kiraba Pregetos Kabana, Radabagadeko Shedebede, Mala Baraku Radekebekotobo, Rema Mangapala Malagadeko Lohorabakida Baska, Radekebele Kalabakarabaska, Radekebekos Kosuzo Horaprikoraskama, Rende Belekura Karatosko Varakuzo, Reba Katokolusko Sizeskufra Karataskaza, Maratokula Bakashinda Kalaprakaratos Kose, Reko Bokotosko Sukapala. Father, we declare justice. 
for every spiritual injustice. We declare justice by the blood of Jesus Christ. We declare recom recompense by the blood of Jesus Christ. Anyone experiencing any form of any form of spiritual injustice makoleke pakata kadama sugi yabe rebeko tosku sakapa kuraba sigede randozike menoskobala rebeko sikapa yeketokoto rebeko sika kurama shandala bakuda boskoze rebeko sikapokotokoto radegebege suzakata prakaraka goshete bene randegebege deskozokotokolobokoto rondokobokosusi kaparakata kurama mamakada radeko vanamaskasa yakade regede boko shandala bakura bakata bakata Rada Kebekes Kosoko Karadamaska Sakaraba, Rebagabaka Shantanaba, Lord, we are praying for mercy, a Kabaka to Kolabraska, and your righteous judgment. We are praying for mercy and your righteous judgment. We are praying for mercy and your righteous judgment. We are praying for mercy and your righteous judgment. Ikamano Sikapaka to Nimese Kepeke to Nosokopana, Emana Kula Bakate Ketekede, Regedegede, Regedegede. Marando govoros kombroko rados kozukada braska rada kuvrata maraskanzo reke pakata shanana makaraba braska dawa rego bege suti kele mokolobo rondo kovogo suka parakadaba rada kabe sinda maragabado sinde lebrege doskonzo rada kabako shida kalabreko radosko maragolabreko radoskoza maragalabreke skuzise kolabreka radoskizaba rada kabreko shida kalabreka radoskoro rada kubana kaparakula pakashuna malakada reke pak Kula bakata kata kabaraka katamanas kapalando sinkaya. Eh, de kapargo sisi mana kuvesi. Rebeke tosko brakarata matsu kebede. Radago jatada barako leskebedo. Runda kapakure maska pakata kataba. Reka bakata kura babakata bakata 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 kula babana baba. Lika barano suta kabreska manata. Ori kabarata pukogonoski sabrete kosiaraba. Roto kula bashata barako limosa. Remoso remasa rebaska rebaska rebasko. Let every spiritual, let every manifestation of spiritual injustice be taken away by the blood of Jesus Christ. Every manifestation of spiritual injustice, where there was supposed to be progress, there's stagnation. Where there was supposed to be advancement, advancement, there is delay. Where there's supposed to be breakthrough, there is limitation. We say no, let it be taken away. In my family, in my the member of my family, by the blood of Jesus Christ. If it is repeated sickness, let it be taken away by the blood. If it is repeated delay, let it be taken away by the blood of Jesus Christ. Every time there's supposed to be a breakthrough, then something just comes up and spoils everything. Let that pattern be broken by the blood of Jesus Christ. We pray for for family members. Oh, Ratabana Suteke Manokotoko Lamakashanara Bakuri Baskasi, Ruda Katamana Sikatakuri Baskasayamana. Father, we give you thanks. Thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. If you are there, you can say Amen. You can type it in the chat. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 All right. So we're going to the next prayer point. Still in line with, still in line with um, what we're praying. Still in line with family. And this is the final prayer point to the first one. 
And this is a prayer for restoration, right? And we're saying this, Father, I pray for restoration for every member of my family. Let every spiritual and physical thing that was lost be restored. And this is why we're praying this prayer. Before we read this, uh, the, the scriptures, you know, when there is injustice, when there's spiritual injustice, one of the manifestations is delay or denial. What that means is that if something was supposed to take three months, then it ends up taking two years, all right? So there's a delay, even though they think eventually comes, but time has been lost, you get? So eventually, either ways, where there's delay, there's in this case, time. If it's a case of denial, somebody was supposed to probably get a promotion and or, or, or so was, supposed to, was supposed to get some form of elevation in life and then the person was denied, then that opportunity has been lost. So again, something has been lost. And if there is no restoration, right, even though there is recovery, if there is no restoration, then we will not really enjoy the, the, the manifestation of, of that blessing, the, the joy of that blessing will not be there. So I pray for, for restoration for every member of my family. Of our families. Some people may have experienced delay in one area of their life. Some people may have lost opportunities. By praying for restoration, some people, it's even in their spiritual life, their spiritual experiences, they have lost their track with God. Remember, we are praying for family members now. Some of them may have been fed before, but then they, for some reason, lost touch with, with God. And we are praying that God restores their work with, with Him. Some may have lost business opportunities. Some may have lost career opportunities. We are praying that God restores. So out of ignorance or stubbornness or negligence, they have lost different things. We are praying that God restores. Okay. And the most important one is restoration of years. When time is lost, time is the real is the real deal. So I pray that God will restore years. And the restoration of years happens in this way: that if something was supposed to happen five years ago, or the progress you are supposed to make, or someone was supposed to make five years, right? Progress of five years, God can change it and give give to that person that progress in one day. So I pray for that kind of restoration. Okay. So Joel chapter 2, verse 25. Um, Joel chapter 2, verse 25 and 26. Let me read quickly. It says, And I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And what is the result of it? It says, And you shall eat in plenty and shall be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you. And he says, my people shall never be ashamed. So we're praying for restoration. God says that the locust, the power one, the canker one, they've eaten. Those things could represent ignorance, could represent spiritual attacks, could represent delay, whatever it is. Those years, we're praying that God restores. And what is the result of that restoration? It says, my people shall eat in plenty and shall be satisfied. All right? So we're praying for restoration for every member of our family. Second scripture, Isaiah chapter 61 verse 7 Isaiah chapter 61 verse 7 um, it says here that for your shame you shall have double and for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion it says therefore in their land they shall possess the double everlasting joy shall be unto them so God said that in the place of shame, these people receive a double portion. That's a double portion of recompense. When there was so, for instance, somebody, um, somebody got fired at his job. That is an experience of shame. He said that God's restoration will not just be that the person will get a job, 
but that the person will get the job that is twice that pays twice as much that is a, is a, in a role twice as high as the role that the person was that is the version of god's restoration amen so i want us to pray right now for the next couple of minutes we're praying for restoration whatever restoration may be for the members of the family i want you to declare and say restoration we're praying restoration in the name of jesus christ let's lift up our voices as we pray I'm saying, Father, I pray for restoration for every member of my family. Let everything that was spiritual, every spiritual or physical thing that was lost, let it be restored. If it is a job, let it be restored in double measure. If it was an, if it was wisdom, it was opportunities, let it be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for our families in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh reba mama son teke pakure makata kula bashaka bakuna pragazike rebe gidesi kabarasko zamane rando videski pragakosi kaparakatima Lord we pray for restoration we pray for restoration we pray for restoration gagadosi kaparase mare bagada kushada parakata prekarabas kodebe reba mama kalabrika rakoskode Pacataba, Rica Pacatacura, Pacatacatapacada, Rica Pacatuco, Lebrecos, Musica, Berusco, Rata Cabo, Sharana, Rima, Pofono, Pacate, the Santa, Lebacatacare, Babacatapanacatapanada. Lord, I pray for my family, I pray for my brothers, I pray for my sisters, I pray for my children, I pray for my husband, I pray for my wife, I pray for everyone connected to me. I want you to pray. Let God restore, let God restore. Let God restore. Let God restore the years that have been eating. Hey, kagole masuka para kateke monosikaya. Ruba tasipa. Ruba tasipa. Eka buna pashana makata kule bragada masubade. Radabakatose. Radagabagadoski. Bagashanda balakuvra manastabada. Ruba baba 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 kule kade. Reba katakura baba manakida bakatula bragada masia. Rade koko vude vude. Liko koko bagada kula bakateke toko shanda bada. Magada kula Father, your word promises restoration. For you said you will restore. You will restore the years that have been eaten, the years that have been wasted, the experiences that have been lost, the opportunities that was that were stolen in our way we either by ignorance or by negligence whatever way they were displaced and lost father we ask for restoration we ask for your restoration we ask for restoration let every member of my family experience a satisfaction where there has been delay let there be supernatural speed where opportunities have been lost let there be double restoration in braskamano siaka Oh Rabanta, Rodonte, Rebandos, Romaka, Romaki, Sekakuni, Jadabarakuni, Bakatasana. We pray for restoration. Ikaprikabarasko, Rika Bakatakata. If they have lost babies, let them have twins. If they have lost business opportunities, give them Lord mega re re restoration. Ekadula Baskasudene. If they have lost promotion, let it be double. Ikabanaso, double promotion. Emokotoni, Akapakatakata, Bakatakataba. If they have lost seasons of their life, oh 
Lord. In your mercy, we ask for restoration. We ask for restoration. We ask for restoration. For you said that where there was a where for instead of shame, we shall experience double, double honor, double increase. You said you, your people will no longer be ashamed. We pray, eh, manasuka preskane for our family members, oh Lord. We pray for restoration in their life. We pray that they be restored. Let it not just be that we are the only ones making progress. No, we want every single member of our families to make progress. We pray for speed, we pray for increase, we pray for restoration. Rada baketo koto kobara kula bani remanas kapatosi akabre roto kopara kipatana vada peletus kapera rado kopata kula breskene rada kapatosi agabe lada agabe roto kopo magada kuna kepe koto kula nasusi kabaya rada bagede jedebo rada vigale ada baranda malagula roto rebagalo zoto la de prokozato none rade bokozato nono zato nono zato nono rado kozato nono zato nono zato nono ikabala kabaka na kabaka Restoration, oh Lord. Whatever has been lost, let it be restored. If the if the the, the axe head could float back, if a metal could float back to water, there is nothing that cannot be restored. I want you to pray and intercede for your family members. Whatever has been lost, let it be restored. Whatever has been lost, let it be restored. Katula Paraki Manasukabra As God caused the axe head, which is metal, to float back to the top of the water, let it be that whatever has left their family members that ought to be their life, let it be restored. Oh Rabasu, Rabasu, Rondashi, Reba Kovatusia Prekanoskumana, Radekupanaki Penekulabe, Rubataki Gabakula Banakona Manasakata, Rabataka, Supeketebo, Monoko Bokoto, Ejadabaka Dabagada, Radababaraka, Radababakana, Radabakatosia, Rebe Kolovoko Radeboto Sikamena, Reba Mayaka Pakana, Mayaka Panaka, Mayaka Panaka, Mayaka Panaka, Mayaka Tapanaka Panaka Damakata, Manakata Kaba Manahana Kapakata Kaparaka Radaka. Father, we are praying for restoration. We restoration. We're asking for restoration. Restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for restoration, oh Lord. Restoration in the Meketo Sika Parakaratosko, Radikofo Kotoboko Robosko, Riva Kataprakaratoskuse, Marikofo Kotokodo, Malike Pekatu Samagadiki Beleke de Kodo, Rande Kepeku de Koparakude Bede, Riva Kadabaga Jandanabaga, Maradikolo Bohosu Sebede, Valekete Kepeko Tokolobokoto, Reveke de Kolobokoskuzizasono, Rande Vegeto Soso, Radikatasko Rokola Bakada, Maradukovoro Korokotoso, Rebeke Tokobakadako. 
Shanda la Bakaradaska, Rado Kofoto Komono Kosoto, Rabababakula Bababakataba, Enekebekete Kudokopokotomana, Repekete Kede, Restoration, O Lord, Restoration, the years have been taken, let it be restored, the opportunities have been wasted, let it be restored, E Matakusima Katapakala Kura Baskadabada. Amara Gabada, Radekovadoko Borokoroboso, Revedescusisoprono, Revedescula Paramascati, Reveketoko Radoko, Mareveko Shuna Mahara Peketes, Meketekete Kotopoko do Bokodo, Radekepekotoko Vodokotokomonoso, Ribaba Mamana Katamana Gada Gadaba, Rebeke de Kudokotoboko, Rebekedo Sulaba, Rebeke Sulamano, Rebeketus Kapalada, Rana Kabakate Sukotobo. We pray for restoration, O Lord. We pray for restoration, O Lord. We pray for restoration, O Lord. Makata ya kapa kata kata imagada gada gudebegede manda kada bagada zada da prakarada bagajo roto kopana kapele pereskono rata kiba kapana saba rande saba 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 lada bagada bagada shanda la bagada ila bruko roto skopo father we pray for restoration for every member of our family. Let every spiritual and physical thing that was lost be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. Kalo tisamana skula braskapati. Father we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayers. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. One last prayer before we go. One last prayer. And, um, I mean, this is a compact prayer. So what we're praying for is... We're praying... Good. We're praying... Right, for I'm saying, Father, for I pray for illumination basically for the eyes of the understanding of every member of our families to be illuminated. So, we're saying, Father, I pray for, for every member of my family. Sorry, that's supposed to be every. I pray for every member of my family that, they are, that the eyes of the understanding be enlightened by your spirit. Why this is super important is because most times delay is caused by people not recognizing the, either the opportunities or they are being blinded by, by what whatever. Um, by, by the enemy, right, from seeing what God has in stock for them. But not just that also, we are also praying for those who are still in darkness, meaning those who are living without Christ. If you have a family member that is unsaved, or a family member that maybe is a Christian, but he's not taking his, his, his or her Christianity serious, we are praying that the light of your truth will shine upon their hearts in the name of Jesus Christ, and we are rebuking any lying spirit blinding their eyes from blind your eyes from seeing the truth in the name of Jesus. Okay, so the prayer point is twofold. We're praying for enlightenment for every member of our families. Let their eyes be enlightened to see what, what God has called them to do and see where God is leading them. I'm also praying that for any member of our families that haven't received Christ or is living without Christ, we're praying that their the light of God should shine upon their hearts and revelation comes to them. Again, if you check the, check the scripture, you find out that salvation, while it is individual, God's intention is for it to spread around to the whole family. So Cornelius wasn't the only one that was saved. His whole family was saved. The man, when, when God brought out Paul and Silas from the from prison, when the, the prison warden ward, wanted to kill himself and they ministered to him, the Bible says that he took him home and every member of the family received the gospel. So it's not just enough that you are the only person saved. No. Let every member of your family experience the life that you've experienced. All right? So I'm just going to read 1 Corinthians 4 quickly. 1 Corinthians 4, verse 3. Um, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 3, right? Verse 3 and 4. So it says, so it says here that, 
sorry, Second Corinthians, I beg your pardon, that was a mistake. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4, all right? It says, but if our gospel is hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world had blinded their, the minds of them which believe not. So the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who believe not, that um, least they see the light of the glorious gospel, who is the Im uh, glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God. Um, sorry, least they see the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. All right, so let me read that verse 4 again. In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. So the reason why people are not believing is because they are, they are blinded. So I pray that such blindness be taken away. And then for those, that, uh, for some, some might say, well, all the members of my family are saved. So the prayer point is, again, that let the eyes of the understanding be enlightened. Let it be flooded with light in the name of Jesus. And you can, you can read that in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17 to verse 19. Okay? So we're praying for the next um, couple of minutes, just three to four minutes. And we're praying and declaring that, Lord, let, let, the light of, let your light shine upon the heart of every member of my family. If there's anyone that is saved, let the truth come to them in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Mako reba baska suka paraska bila namaska. Father, we pray for every member of uh, my family. We ask that the eyes of the understanding be enlightened by your spirit. For those who are still in darkness, uh, that's those living with touch Christ. Let the light of your truth flood their hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Ko reba kashuda brakaratos kusuzo. Randos kumra karete tosko para kapata kapata. Rebe kogo loko karaska zizi kemerosko. Randa zuka perosko rabaka. Reba kabagajata da barako rebo koto koto koto. Rodo koto 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 koto. Rebe baku rabasanda kalabrika rakosko soko. Rebe koto kopa rakashuka paraska pana. Rebe dedike lekonos konziba. Randa kapaka jata kabagada. E koto 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 palantas kabalaka debre kurata Lord, we pray for our family members. We ask, oh Lord, that your light shines upon their heart. We ask that you enlighten the eyes of understanding. That they flood their hearts with light, oh Lord. Let them come to terms with the hope that to which you which you've called them. Let them see the reason for their for their calling in Christ. Let the eyes of understanding be enlightened. Let every darkness, let every blindness be rolled away. For those that have not received Christ Jesus, we are praying in the name of Jesus Christ that their hearts be flooded with light. Every darkness blinding hearts we rebuke it. We will rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. Kakole bakato ko parasko patikapakate makate konokoto. That just as your light has flooded our hearts, so also let your light flood your hearts in the name of Jesus. We rebuke the blind spirit that is blinding the eyes of, of their hearts, bringing deception to them. We rebuke that spirit and we declare that the truth of God's word permits your heart. The light of the truth of God's word permits your heart. If it is, if it is a sibling, if it's it your parents, if it's your children, I want you to pray. If it's um, a loved one, even if it's a friend that comes to your heart, I want you to pray. Let the light of God's word of God's truth flood their heart in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for every member of our family, for, for our loved ones, for our, our sisters, our brothers, our husbands, our parents, our wives. We pray, oh Lord, that your, your light floods their hearts. We pray that the eyes of the understanding be enlightened. Let them know what to do. Let them recognize what to say. Let them be 
more than illuminated with light. Elagato sika para kuna makata. Rodeke pakatu sika pakuna manaskaya. Radakato jede 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 kula balaskamana. Ibrakato sika ya braskamana sunde bede. Oh Jesus, roba suta la brekor rato sobra kurada baskula babaye. Rana kufrada perlos konta kushada dabarasko bada. Leba katolisa kana mama na manaskatabaya. Thank you, Jesus. Can we begin to give God thanks? Thank God for answered prayers. Thank God for all that we prayed for. Thank God for illumination for family members. Thank God for restoration. Thank God because His His righteous judgment find expression in their families. In the name of Jesus Christ, can we lift up our voices as we as we give God thanks? Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for answered prayers. We know you have heard us. We are grateful, O oh Lord, for for hearing us. We say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. We thank you. Mana koto suka para gada basuka kala father we say thank you thank you in the name of jesus christ thank you lord for hearing our prayer thank you for reaching out to that family member that is still saved thank you because your your spirit convicts him or her thank you because the light shines into their heart lord we thank for restoration for the testimonies of restoration we experience in our families opportunities being restored time being time being restored oh command was that evil spiritual deposits that we that we that were lost due to carelessness, they are being restored back. Father, we say thank you. Thank you, O Lord, because every spiritual injustice, every manifestation of spiritual injustice has come to an end in our family. Lord, we say thank you. Blessed be your holy name, dear Lord. Receive all the praise and all the glory. Thank you, Father. Give all the praise. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' Amen. name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. All right. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Hope we've been blessed. Hope we've been blessed. Um, I mean, at this point, we we'll typically take feedback, but we are far, um, um, time is far spent. So this is what I'm going to do. Um, just drop your, you know, I mean, if anything, so, so if it was a typical Bible study, you would have said what you learned, but I will say this, if something dropped in your spirit that you want to share with us, go ahead and drop it in the chats before we go. I will be closing in the next, like, two minutes. So please go ahead and drop it in chats. Whatever has dropped, whatever God means in your heart that you want to share with us, or whatever your experience was during prayers you want to share with us, please drop it in the group chat um, right before we go, right? Um, so, Quickly, before we go, if this is your first time joining us for Bible study, please, we'd like to meet you. Just let us know who you are and then how, tell us who invited you or how you found us and then where you're joining us from. All right? Anyone like that, first time joining us in Bible study, let's just meet you. Tell us who you are, where you're joining us from, and who invited you or how you found us. Is anyone like that? Anyone like that? Okay, Abby. Okay, Abby, please go ahead. You can unmute and, and speak if you're comfortable with that. Just unmute your mic and let us know and, you know, talk to us. 
But if you're in a noisy place or you're in a place where you can't speak, that's fine. You can drop it in the chat. Okay. All right. Well, um, all right. Uh, Abby is dropping that. He said, okay, so Abby, tell us where you're joining us from and who invited you or how you find, found us, found out, found out about us, right? So Ebenezer says in the chat that the first prayer point was a huge confirmation. It was my discussion with someone earlier today to see that we prayed against injustice was a relief. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you so much for that, Ebenezer. Okay, so oh, back to you, um, Abby. So she, her name is Bisola. Please, let's welcome Bisola. This is her first time joining us. Um, let's well, say a good welcome to her and well, welcome her to the Bible community. Um, she's joining us from Canada. She was invited by Odoayo. Thank you so much. Welcome, Bisola. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. Is there anybody else like that? Anyone joining us for the first time? Okay, no one, no one else. All right. So I'm just going to drop quick. I'll go, I'm going to drop our links in the group chat. Sorry, in our chat here before we go, so that we are acquainted with we are acquainted with it. So um, for several things, to join our podcast and to and for different things, right? So if you want to join our to join our WhatsApp com, uh, community on WhatsApp, that's the link. To follow us on Instagram, that's our Instagram handle. Um, to listen to previous sessions on on the podcast, right? That's the link. To watch us on YouTube, that's the link. To give us feedback, that is the link as well. But you know what? Once you join the WhatsApp group, you all these links will be made available to you. All right, so we're going to close now. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Um, today we spent way longer time, but thanks for joining us. I believe we are blessed. See you next week, um, same time and same link. God bless you all. And please, yeah, when I come in next week, do well to invite a friend and come along with someone. All right. God bless you. Have a wonderful um, remaining part of the day or night, depending on the time. God bless you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Victor. God bless you. Bless you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.